Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of the another season. Nerds roll. Nerds roll. Oh, my glasses hey. are broken. My pocket is protected. Surprise. I'm a super nerd. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. I uh, am a former um, entertainment journalist. The Star Spangled Man with a plan. <laughs> TBJ. Welcome. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I'm <laughs> I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art star. I am not an incel. Dark star. He's the nerd Gotham City deserves. And uh, yours truly. <laughs> call me Joe. <laughs> Joe Bird. Welcome to episode three of Falcon and Winter Soldier with the Nerd School Gang. Yes. That's TBJ, everybody. Hey, okay, before we jump into this episode, let me get to the couple things that I, I left off a of last episode that I wanted to ask you guys about. All right. The first thing was White Wolf. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, White Wolf is what they, uh, when Bucky was recovering in Wakanda, after, yeah. you know, he went into the ice after Civil War because he thought he was still a danger until they could get the Hydra shit out of his head so he couldn't be programmed by people. Uh, and then uh, at the end of Black Panther, there was a teaser after the credits where it showed Bucky mm-hmm. was just hanging out in the tent. With, he didn't even have an arm on. He, like, his fake arm was gone. He was chilling out, relaxing, 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 uh, shooting some b-ball <laughs> outside of the pool. Outside of the school when a couple of guys... <laughs> started making good. trouble in his neighborhood. Like, that was yeah. Thanos and the invasion. And oh. so, uh, or I believe it was, like, they handed him the arm and his new vibranium arm instead of the old Russian metal arm. And he said, where's the fight? Uh, Shuri. Yeah. No, 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 wait. That happened in Shuri. Infinity War. Well, at first, he's, it, the, at the end of the no. post credit scene, you just kind of see him there, and uh, uh, like the kids are calling him the White Wolf. Sure. And uh, yeah, yeah, she's the girl. She's the one who's an expert, like a computer expert. She's like the tech expert. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she's supposed to be War, yeah. So Bucky's hanging out in Wakanda, and they call him the White Wolf. Although the White Wolf in comics is a completely different character. Uh, Oh, that's not that. So I googled that White Wolf thing, and I thought, oh, and I saw a character that looked like kind of like Black Panther, but what in yeah. white? That's not Bucky. No, that's, that's not, not that's Bucky. No, this is the White Wolf in comics, uh, which I guess they're probably not going to do because they gave his name yeah. to Bucky. <laughs> but it's basically right. just Marvel right. doing what Marvel does, like giving us these weird names to pe- like we get this in this episode of. Falcon and Winter Soldier, but go ahead, Andy. They might, they might want to say... Think I, know, I think I know what that's going to be, too. Yeah, I mean, so. maybe they want to give him a name that isn't the Winter Soldier, I guess. Or maybe he'll go by the White Wolf once this goes on. But uh, the White Wolf in comics was actually a uh, an adopted half-brother, or an adopted brother of T'Challa's, uh, like an older brother. And he was like, uh, like a, there was a plane crash or something, and he, he was the child survivor, and T'Chaka took him in. And uh, he was a white guy, and but he was embraced by Wakanda, so he became this super huge Wakandan patriot to the point where uh-huh. he actually ran uh, uh, the the Dogs of War, which are mentioned in uh, Black Panther. That like as they all dressed as like uh, white panthers, basically in white suits that looked like the Black Panther. And it was it was okay. like a secret police he ran though, and it became this big thing where T'Challa wasn't aware of that. And, like, he was, like, the dirty side of Wakanda, like, keeping Wakandan threats away, but in, like, ruthlessly vicious ways. Uh, And once T'Challa found out about that, he had to wreck it. Uh, Basically, it was just, it was a big storyline where T'Challa had to decide how he was going to govern and uh, whether or not he was going to allow his brother, his adopted brother, to do all this shit or to put a stop to it. And he tried to put a stop to it, and then he became kind of this outlaw villain sort of type for him. But I don't think that storyline's coming, so yeah. uh, Shit. no worries. 
Yeah, I think the clear that the big thing for me is just that it's not Bucky. Like I thought it was. I assumed it was Bucky. No. Became White Wolf, and that was just something I didn't. That know. So said, that's cool that Marvel's doing a different thing. That said, there's oh, there's yeah. no there's no. Uh, I mean, if he's that close to Wakanda, maybe he might put on that outfit at some point and just have a new identity. Well, we'll see. It was neat because when I googled it, there was a bunch of pictures that must have been from the comics that it showed like Black Panther and White Wolf like with their backs back to back fighting people. Yeah. And it looked kind of cool. Yeah, it was, but, it was like uh, an on-again, off-again alliance slash enmity. Because all uh, the guy's name was Hunter. And we never got another name besides Hunter. And all he wanted was to be accepted by Wakanda again. And Chala wouldn't do it because of his methods and the you know basically the war crimes he did. Um, and then, so the other little bit that I forgot to mention uh, was that little scene when falcon those kids come up to him and they're like hey my daddy says you're black falcon and he's like why am i black falcon you know and that whole thing is are you black kid like that whole <laughs> bit and uh that was kind of a funny bit but that my question there was and i think you might have answered this either offline or somewhere in there but so he wasn't in the comics he was never called black falcon or was he no i don't think so was he always just falcon so i thought i assumed that was a call back to something uh, I was going to say Joe comment, I think this just... is just we we talked about earlier about some things that are going to be brought up in this series about a black man being a hero and I think that is also yeah. let's be real when you have a superhero and you're black you're going to be like that's the black so and so yeah I think that has a lot to do with it and establishing a lot of the conversations around race right. and identity so for his community he is the black falcon even though he would say, I'm just Falcon, but to black kids mm-hmm. and black families who aren't used to superheroes, they're going to add that black in front because it's just a thing. And also pride. so yeah. many characters initially, like when black characters first started being introduced, they were called black, whatever. Yeah. There was, you know, black Panther, but that makes a, a different amount of sense. Mm-hmm. There was always like a, there's black lightning, um, the uh, yeah. black Goliath, Bill Foster, who was Lawrence Fishburne mm-hmm. in the uh, Ant-Man movies. Uh, he was a hero for a while. Uh, they just he could grow real big, but uh, and there's several names like that. But like on Super Friends, I think Black Lightning was called Black Vulcan for some reason. But uh, right. yeah, that was like a because we weren't creative by we. Yeah, yeah, because like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Oh, this is. Yeah, we have to acknowledge that in their name. But uh, right. Because they didn't know all that much better, but at the same time, it can be used yeah. as a point of pride, like you said. Like, like. Okay, well, that's cool. That's a that's a cool little bit. Um, and it was kind of a it was a cute. Like, I liked the little kids being in there. Like, that was kind of a funny little exchange. And that so that said, let's jump into this one. And I, I think the other thing I kind of forgot to mention is just how how funny so much of it was, and this one too. Like the banter between. Falcon Winter Soldier is funny. They got that funny buddy, mm-hmm. buddy cop type of banter that's kind of funny. Them mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling at each other and like screwing with each other. Like it's it's. I love that bit. I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like I guess they do in all the Marvel movies. Like I you know rewatching the Avengers recently with you know Iron Man and Hulk and the little like when <laughs> we'll get into this with Avengers, but when like Tony Stark like pokes at. at uh, Loki. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Mark uh, Ruffalo. <laughs> no, and he pokes him like while they're working in the lab, and he just like pokes him to see, <laughs> see him get mad, you know, kind of thing, like stuff like that. Like, I love the whole funny bits of it. Um, yeah. But anyway, so let's jump into this episode. What do you guys want to, you guys want to just give an overview of uh, the, the crazy, cool no, stuff? No, let's that we jump. Should... I think we can jump in with yeah. your question. Okay. I mean, because I think we're going live, people are watching it. Yeah, so, they are. Right. Unlike so, the movies. It yeah. just happened Friday, so, gotcha. I don't so we don't have to, to give them a review. Yeah, we don't have to recap a review. So my first question right away was, I, no, it was this was a cool episode. Like I loved the uh, going to Madripoor and all this. And so one of the things I looked up that I couldn't wait for that I actually stumbled upon was that yeah. Madripoor is not a real place. <laughs> but it's you went away again, Joe. <laughs> one of the things Joe couldn't wait for was to ghost us. <laughs> right. Am I frozen? Am I gone? All right, there you are. Am I frozen? There you are. Now you're back. Sorry. Oh, sorry. The thing I couldn't wait for that I looked up already uh, was 
this Selby. Like, who the uh, hell is Selby? Is that a uh, character? And then I, I stumbled into the fact that Madripoor is not a real country, but it's a Marvel universe. Country. Yeah, and interestingly right. enough, it was created in 1985 in uh, New Mutants uh, yep. by Chris Claremont, one of the legendary X Men writers. And he's also in Bucky's book. He's also what? He's in Bucky's book. Bucky slash Steve's book. Oh, really? Because Claremont, his name is one of the names in the book. <laughs> That's fine. No. But what, what, which makes it interesting really is magnifying glassing. Mag- yeah, Madripoor is. There are a couple of, of uh, significant fake evil countries like Madripoor is like a where lowlifes and mercenaries and stuff hang out. But that was generally like an X Men kind of thing. Like Wolverine, if we saw if we could see any Easter eggs in the background of some dude in an eye patch, that's could be Wolverine yeah. as Patch. Well, there's the prince. There's the princess bar. Which is owned was partly owned by Wolverine, so we do see like Princess Bar, um, like Jose Selby, even though he's a she in this, it's like that's you know Selby is a mutant, so it's like it's one of those things where like Marvel put Doc, I don't want to say I'm gonna call her Doctor, because she played the Doctor in Agents of Shield, which mm-hmm. and she was a part of the program that brought back Coulson. In Agents of Shield, but it's Marvel. Oh, that, that that actress was yeah she played yeah. Selby. She played Do- oh, okay, uh, Doctor so, Goodman on Agents of Agents of a different character on Agents of Shield. I see. So oh, so that and that's kind of an MCU. So that's kind of screwy. Nah, because 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 once you get to Avengers, like Coulson, yeah. you know, in Avengers, Coulson dies. Spoiler. Yeah, right. I just saw that. But oh, then, I just watched that. Yeah. And the mo- and the show and the show Project Tahiti is the thing that goes through which quote unquote brings him back and then we end up yeah. towards it and find out he's like a life model decoy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. But um <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it's a and lot that's, yeah, that's it's a lot of little about. bit of mutant stuff going on in this episode. Just right. because you know yeah, they're so, but, but also that's there's what, a there's a Zemo plot line in the comics that involves a and, similar kind yeah. of country, except it's named Bagalia. And I think they thought Madripoor probably just sounded better, but it's the same kind of thing where like there's mm-hmm. lawlessness sort of reigns wow. and like supervillains are are allowed to. But if that, that's a Captain it. America issue where they is it Captain America or like Hydra has Hydra has also been a part of Madripoor at some point, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean that probably. put that 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 ties it into that, but then it's still like I said, still just that whole you see the Prince's Bar and then like just knowing that you know the X Men and and them have been. You know, instrumental in Madripoor, and like, it's a, it's, it's one of those things where they, they, they're laying groundwork for whenever they decide to give us the mutants. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's go back here, and you know, yeah, it'll, it'll give them some already, uh, yeah. immediate right. cachet when if they go back to a place yes. uh, that's already been established and that kind of stuff. But anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So we all. So we all know, right? I mean, we all know the X Men are someday going to be in this MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's inevitable, or not? Yeah, yeah, most likely, yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. So that's kind of cool. That so I yeah, that's what I read. It was like Selby is this also this mutant and somebody else, but this character is not that, right? It it's just the same name coincidence type of thing. I don't think it's a coincidence, it's an, it, but yeah. it's the same name. Like they it's picked a casting it, choice. They picked it yeah. for nerds, right. kind of yeah. Well, no, it's probably like the whole Carly Carl thing. So, it's yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so it is supposed to be that same character then? We don't know that like, yet, Joe. She's a mutant. We don't but, know. Okay. We are guessing it's a take on them. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's not likely that they gave us that tidbit for. But nothing. then again, yeah, they also killed her off in this yeah. episode, so that's not really going to go anywhere. True. <laughs> but then uh, Selby well, is also or, not really a major mutant, though. Like it's it's a mutant. He's he's a mutant, but he's not like. Like there are a lot of people like Selby. Who the fuck is Selby? Like, I, I'm, one of, the, like, I'm yeah. one of the. I have no idea who this guy was, and I forgot to look him up. But I think it's a it's a breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, Selby can't go anywhere. But I was thinking about yeah. Carly. Carly will that'll flush oh, out sure. at some point. Um, it's starting to flush out. But I don't think. Again, we've established that Marvel doesn't do things by accident. Mm-hmm. They have a well plotted yep. plan, and even though we may not know the plan at this moment. At some point later, we're gonna watch something and go. Ah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing they a, don't they don't do this by accident. There's like there's got to be I want I want to win a prize. Look at the Marvel like 
plot room where they're like <laughs> pinning yeah. things together. Like someone, please find me a way to access this room. <laughs> I won't tell the secrets. I just want to see it because it's so. It has to be so mm-hmm. intricate. Yeah. Because they pay such attention. So I don't All think right. it's an accident. I'm just picturing. I'm picturing a writer's room where somebody's like, "Okay, we need an intermediary character." Uh, give it a name. Uh, we let's give it a mutant name. Everybody, give me a give me an unknown mutant, the lowest known there is. Just give me a name. And somebody's like, "How about Selby?" You, yeah, you think Selby. That, I think they have like you ever see those uh, crime boards where they're like drawing right. the red string to the thing, <laughs> Joe. I think yeah. it's more than that. Like you, you keep forgetting Marvel is a machine. I don't think they are like throwing it out by accident, but I imagine there's like a little pin and a red string, and it goes all the way across. The and they probably have some sort of quotation or some sort of like formula, yep. Marvel dratic equation or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> they got a whole scientific method we don't even know about. Yes. Negative B plus okay. the square root of the uh, one right. Captain Marvel plus one uh, Winter Soldier <laughs> equals. Time. Sean Carter or something. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, so that's perfect. So that that's when Sharon Carter my next thing was about Sharon Carter. This is Agent Carter's I we talked about this at some point. Agent Carter's yes, granddaughter yeah. or something. Uh grandniece, I think. Or just niece. Grandniece. She called her Aunt Peggy. So uh uh yeah. but he she kept it a secret from Cap and uh when they met until after uh, Peggy had actually died. But, uh, and she's a, she's a badass. Yeah. Uh, this is the, everybody, mo- everybody's ass. She, she was like a pretty, you know, stalwart and independent so far, but this is the most we've got to see of her and like her actual personality. And it's, I was a little jarred, <laughs> but then apparently I did some reading. It's like, Oh, I guess she's always been kind of cynical. Which is kind of like the why, like yeah. she had a long-standing relationship with Captain America, Steve Rogers, and uh, it was, uh, I guess, it was a nice balance that she was cynical and he was ideal or idealistic, so they right. kind of worked together. Yeah. But this, <laughs> she's just so done with everything, and I was not really expecting that out of her. Which was very interesting. And she's also, okay. am- yeah, yeah, it was very, it was like. Okay, I'm on board with her journey. I don't know what <laughs> where she's been. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like holy crap. I mean, yeah. it's been a rough, you know, f- five plus years for her. Guess like she went through the blip. She was a she's been a criminal like a yep. wanted criminal since Civil War. Since she just stole that shield, gave it to mm-hmm. Cap, and then we haven't seen her since. And uh, she's been through. A and lot. she's obviously somebody big here because the way that chick was just waiting for her to pick up. In the right? shipyard, yeah. with like yeah. it's it's yeah. a high town Who's and low that? town. If she has a place in high town, she's been there for a while. She's living the life of the hustler, and uh, but apparently she still wants to be cleared so she can get the hell out of dodge. <laughs> so there might be still something left, but she's very much not into the stars and stripes bullshit, or at least she's got a layer of barnacles around her soul about that because she might be <laughs> upset that. Uh, so just saying, I could probably lure her over to the Sith. <laughs> she's already she's Sith out Sith Lord to you right now. I'm about to say she's there. Did you right see those now? fight scenes? Like how many of those yeah. Merc bastards right. she knocked out by herself, just smacking those fuckers around? Give her a lightsaber, yeah, and she's awesome. oh, yeah. she's out Sith oh, you yeah. right. <laughs> it's all it's all right. It's all right. I love the I'm layer. I'm trying to win her back to the good side. <laughs> layer of barnacles around her soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> just the things you you just spout, Andy, like the, like it's common language. Like, <laughs> insane. Anyway. I'm an uncommon uh, gentleman. Yeah. Uh, Andy's lexicon. So, so, so we don't know who that that person when she leaves and that person comes and picks her up. She's like, "We got trouble." Like that's not a character we already know who that is. Uh, not offhand, but you know, yeah, I don't think we've got no. the name yet. So, well, I was hoping maybe a Cagney and Lacey spinoff, like a a re a redo of Cagney and Lacey, and maybe that's who they end up being. <laughs> could be, or they could, you know, we'll see. Be something else. It could also she just could be also a bad bitch, and this just could be her servant. Mm-hmm. We don't know. 
Yeah, I made I made my wife and daughter come and watch the badassery of Sharon Carter kicking everybody's ass, and they were like, "Oh yes, queen!" Yeah, okay. They were both into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, a lot of Twitter was the next, same way. Yeah, it was badass, and she looks like a, it's like Elijah Schlesinger kicking everybody's ass. Uh, <laughs> the elder millennial, you know that comedian? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's who she looks like to me. Uh, she was created in 1966 by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Okay, Dr. Nagel, is that from comics? Yes. I forgot to look him up, but probably. He, he, he. Yeah. Art says he, yes. Um, dang it. I had this in my head yesterday and I totally forgot it. Um, oh, he's probably related to Bucky. Yeah, but he 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 helped. Cre- well, I guess he talked about it in the uh, show, but like he came after Erskine, so he's he's there. And I had this. I I, I literally was had it prepped. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome when I bring this up, and like, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and it's then you forgot. Like, and it's it's funny thing about awesome. it. Had you not mentioned his name, Joe, I pro- we pro- I probably wouldn't have said anything about him. Through this whole episode, because like it just <laughs> Kaputsky. <laughs> I guess uh, I should have written anyway. It he's down. just he's just the guy that was making the serum, and so I assumed he was somebody in the comic. Uh, yeah, he, I, I'm looking at uh, the page on him now. He was actually uh, he had a different name. I think I mentioned him when we were talking about Captain America. Like there was this, uh, he had a fake name of Reinstein or Reinstein. He was actually working with Erskine. Mm, I remember. But and he was the guy yeah. who uh, created Isaiah Bradley. He's he was the the shitty guy who did all those like the testing to. Uh, yeah, he talked about yeah. it in the episode. He just didn't call Isaiah by his name. But then Falcon later says it was Isaiah. Yeah, uh, in this he's like he recruited three hundred African American soldiers who were used as test subjects, and Isaiah Bradley was the only survivor. So that the guy's a piece of shit in comics. Oh, so the, he's the guy. He's the guy doing all the testing. Yeah, he, he's the guy who did to create recreate the super soldier serum and spread it out to the flag smashers, and which is yeah, why Simo yeah. shot him in the ass uh, to make sure. But he's not the. But he's not the power broker. No. 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 no okay. He says the power broker found him. Yeah, he that's right. Right, episode. and we didn't get the power no, broker. Power broker is still alive. Yeah, we and we didn't get the power broker in this. Not right, yet. we never saw the no. power broker. But we did right. see. We did see on the wall the full on the power wall, broker. Yeah. Power broker is watching message that kind of shows up that. at the end. Yeah, I saw okay. that and yeah. I thought of you, Art Star. I was like, Art Star's gonna be so proud that I saw that on the wall. Right now, mind you, I saw that my second time through. I saw. That. I think Power Broker is someone we already know. Can I put that There's a good there? chance. Ooh. I was talking to my son after the episode. I was like, it's someone we already know. Like, it's someone we know. I also, like, went through and scanned uh, all the actors, and there's no one named the Power Broker. So it's, I was like, that solidifies it's already somebody who is a character that we mm-hmm. know. And here's the thing so, I just thought of. Uh on one hand, Zemo's made a lot of noise about not wanting superheroes to exist. So, uh, what better way would there be for that to happen to than to be able to give everybody superpowers? Mm-hmm. I thought about that, too, during the episode. Because I was like, when he shoots him, I looked at my son and I said, okay, we can assume he's shooting him because he doesn't want any more superhumans. Or we can assume... That this dude knows something that we don't know about. Zemo. To shut him up, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he was looking, he was yeah. looking for that gun for a lot for a while. Exactly. In the lab, you've been to this lab before, Zemo. What you know? What do you know? <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute. And Zemo is it's... most notable for recruiting, like, uh, or at least the his father Heinrich Zemo was, uh, which is this this guy seems to be a little bit of a blend of the two. Um, Creating the Masters of Evil as a supergroup that counters the Avengers that goes against them all the time, like a, like a team of supervillains, like the Legion of Doom in DC, except they're the Masters of Evil. So uh, I would think eventually, even if it's not in this series, it's overarching in Phase Four. Zemo's going to bring some supervillains together and make his own team. Yeah. 
he's doing And then maybe that's, that's what brings the Young Avengers it? out. Like, oh shit, these guys are here. Let's, the Young Avengers would go fight them. Uh, yeah. Was it? He's definitely up to something. Wasn't Magneto's whole MO to give everybody, make everybody a mutant? Uh, no, he wanted to give mutants powers. Or, like, he wanted to have mutants control. Uh, he wanted them to be the But there is somebody who wanted to turn everybody into mutants. Uh, is it Sinister? Uh, Sinister was more the mad scientist. He was obsessed right. with uh, the Phoenix, and Jean Grey, and and I think he's gone insane since then. But there, there was somebody who was who, and I don't think it was Zemo. <laughs> I'm I'm, draw, I'm drawing a blank on whoever it was who wanted to give everybody powers to make superheroes not special. But there was a there was a storyline called Earth X where that kind of happened, and so like Spider Man retired and got fat and. Uh, uh, because ah. superheroes weren't as necessary anymore because everybody had powers. So, oh, huh. Well, anyway, it's interesting, and I like that. You know, we'll put on record that TBJ is predicting uh, that that we know the we, power broker. Yeah. We already know them. Yes, put that out there. Yes. And I have to remember uh, the Andy, Kingdom Come storyline in DC. That there might have been something similar where a bunch of people got powers, so Superman said, "All right, I'm done." But I might be misremembering all that. Anyway, go ahead. And my last, my last question on this episode is about the very end reveal. The the gal from Ao Black Panther Ao or Ao. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Ao Ao is that how you say Ao? I'm not sure actually. Now she was. So I realize now how long it's been since I watched Black Panther that (laughs) I don't remember. I remember her and. But I don't remember like anything in her storyline. Was she a love interest of somebody, just, or was she the queen? Or I can't remember any. All right, Io first showed up. You have to. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to remind Joe and Black Panther that the women were very powerful, and not yeah. because of their attachments to their men. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I knew. So I knew. My, just my quick <laughs> reminder that women don't need to be attached. To She's like the second in command of the Dora Milaje. Yeah. yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew as I was saying that that it was sounding like that, and I didn't mean it for that. I'm just doing my job <laughs> as the woman here to remind yes. you. Yes. Yeah, I didn't mean it to sound like that, but but I know there was. I know Black Panther had a love interest. That was uh, Nakia. Uh, Lupita yeah. okay. Nyong'o. And see, I don't. That's why I got to go back and see all. But Io, because I don't remember any right. of it. Io first showed up in uh, Civil War with uh, Black Panther, and uh, she had just one line, mm-hmm. but it was pretty badass because you know Black Widow was trying <laughs> to see T'Challa, and she walks out first because he's oh. blocking. She's blocking the way to his car, and she just walks up to her and says, "Move, or you will be moved." I was like, and that, what a way to make an impact with one line was just that. Which, which, what, what movie was that? That was Civil say? War. Civil War. Oh, okay. So and then she kind of towered over uh, Natasha, too. Yeah, so yeah. That just made it even more powerful. Right, right. And then she was also in Black Panther as one of the Dormelage or Dormelage. It's pronounced both ways, so I don't know how to deal with that. But uh, So here's my question about her showing up. Was this a surprise? Yeah. Or did, did nerds already know she was going to yeah. be in this? Well, Bucky didn't seem surprised, no. but uh, <laughs> but it makes sense because, yeah. you know, Zemo is the guy who killed T'Chaka, even if it yeah. was by uh, collateral damage. It wasn't his intention. Yeah. And so if Zemo is free, Wakanda is aware of it. And it also means, yeah. is, is there something in Bucky's arm that allows Wakanda to track them? Or, Ooh. or do they need... Ooh. Yeah, or do they need... Oh yeah, because yeah. they built his arm. Yeah, but they're also a te- um, technologically advanced nation too. Yeah, they so might not need they're him. They're probably already. And they got spies you know, everywhere. They got the, the dogs of yeah. war, which were mentioned in Black Panther as operatives in everywhere, uh, which Killmonger everywhere. was going to activate to turn them into actual you know war dogs. Uh, the Hatutzarate was the name of them in the comics. I don't think I've ever said that, uh, but that it translates to dogs of war. In a house, speaking of speaking of tracking, is it weird that faux captain and uh Battlestar seem to know every move that everyone makes almost as if they simultaneously are in more than one place at the same time? Like how they knew that uh, they like they, they knew 
like pretty much where Carly was. They know what they almost didn't. I guess they already already found out that they that somehow they they were tracking Falcon and Winter Soldier. But like every time you see them, that's like like for instance, like how they showed up at that safe house and knew that Carly had been there, kind of thing. And she'd been there, but she that's they thought she was there, and. Uh, that's an interesting scene because I mean I think they're they're a step behind and like at the last time we see them they say let's let's try to follow the people who have a better hand and that's Sam and Bucky so right. like he's they're yeah. aware that Sam and Bucky are probably better at what they're doing than they are but mm-hmm. they don't want that to be the case and also I like the fact that uh, he tried to bully the guy into talking and he's yeah, like he yeah I, I know who you are I don't he care he lost who you are. it. <laughs> I love that scene. I, first of all, I love when any person gets so indignant. They're like, do you know who I am? I hate that line. Yeah. But I love this scene because the guy was like, I do. And I don't care. Because that, <laughs> that is my mood. What's ever. funny to me? There is a quote that I need on my epitaph. He didn't even sound... <laughs> I don't I don't, like, he didn't sound threatening. That's the, to, like, if that would have been me, before, he, before I even sit there and say, I don't care, I probably would have laughed at him. Because like, just him snapping came off like spoiled rich kid. Yeah. You know, you're and like, you know yeah. what that means is he doesn't have the respect that Steve Rogers has because he doesn't have the power Steve Rogers has. Mm-hmm. So that's why right. he's going to go to the power broker and get something. He's going to try to get his own super soldier serum and it's going to probably Unless it, it, it amplifies mm-hmm. whatever's inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, so it's going to turn him into a bigger bully and, whether or not he's going to be able to pull himself back or be a guy they have to take down will be interesting. At least that's my prediction. So right. do, do no, does this does this open the door for like more Wakanda to be in this or not? Or do you think just her? Uh, you know, there could always be more uh, Wakanda to be in this, but it's very interesting because we don't know what Wakanda, what's happened to Wakanda since the blip. Right. The last oh, we saw that. Oh, so no, yeah, that hasn't been in anything. I yet. don't think they're going to dive that deep. I think thinking back to WandaVision, remembering the story was about Wanda and Vision. I yeah. think this has still a lot to do with Bucky and yeah. Falcon and them breaking through whatever they break through. I think we're, we're going to remain focused. But y'all are skipping something that is just... Um, I don't want to say had me shook, but I was like, hmm, that switch where Carly goes from doing good to do good in a, in a roundabout bad way to straight up murdering people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blowing up that stuff. Yeah, that, that was badass. She flipped a switch there. Even her counterpart was like, well, mm. damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, but wait, they were because they've been they've yeah. been doing this for good all this time. Like, yeah, the camps. Yep. medicine and weapons for cures, saving people. Right. And she flipped it from, I'm just going to fight you, to, oh, no, I just murdered a bunch but of people. So, uh, and not all the people were bad people. Well, she's, she has grief now, so that probably, yeah. you know, awakened it. But that scene, yes, it did. I was like, mm, maybe he was right. She should have took that time to grieve. Because he says to her before they go in, like, you know we can not do this today, and you hmm. can, like, grieve. And yeah. she was like, nope. On it. Then she has that sweet moment where she's like, I want to be a school teacher. <laughs> yeah. Then, then you almost like, you got, I can see why she, like, you almost feel for her. You're almost like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. But then when she is like, everybody dies. And you're like, well, damn. Well, I, that, I, I don't know if I have empathy anymore. <laughs> I don't know where that went. That, that's like the, the best villains are the ones you see their point. And you, you understand why they do what they do, and you're almost on their side, but they're they're doing dirty shit that you can't get behind. That's Mag, that's you know what Magneto. That? That's Killmonger. What that's, was that? That line was uh, this is the only language they understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Language of violence, whatever. So yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's pretty badass. Um, it was a woe mm-hmm. moment for me. Uh, it was a woe moment for a yeah. partner there. Shoot. Which yeah. makes you wonder how how much but his again, loyalty is going to stick around, the more he sees. Right. Yeah, he just like, signed up for the murder part. And I should probably look into just who like he you is. said, it makes it a more believable villain to have layers, rather than just being a Skeletor type that just wants to rule the world. It's like they have layers and they're p- 
people and they think they're good. But we're not even sure she's well, still good. Other than the fact that her, you know, killing someone this episode, we're not necessarily sure she's actually the villain, though. That's the thing. So. Well, uh, she may not turn out to be the big villain, but uh, when she just killed everybody <laughs> in the uh, building, I'm going to say that qualifies her. That, does that make her, that make her a villain, though? That just makes her, you know. Art, she didn't just kill, like, a person attacking her. Like, she. She, like, this is not even defensible, Art Star. This is like, if she had killed, if she was in a battle mm-hmm. and, like, killed an officer in the battle, okay, I'm going to let you slide. You literally, like, closed the door and bombed the crap out of people and didn't care. Like, she didn't even blink. She didn't care. When he looked at her, like, what? That she she done turned villain. Okay, she went from she went. I know you're not likely to call her a villain because that's where you roll. Wow. But she she a a, a switch has mm-hmm. been flipped. Mm-hmm. Most and that's that's the flag smasher. It, like he's got points. Yep. He has valid concerns. Yeah. Uh, or she does, but in the comic, it was a dude, she. and but he. Was, he couldn't let go of terrorist methods to try to get his point across. Yeah. So it. Uh, so there, there's something the off. There's some yeah. kind of rage thing that's. Uh, I mean, again, Art, who sympathizes <laughs> with villains, I can understand and empathize with what got you there, but I cannot support your methods that mm-hmm. are horrible. Mm-hmm. So. While I get Kylo's trauma, <laughs> while I get the lies that were told uh, to Darth Vader, like I get it, but then you turned around and turned into a whole ass villain, and I can't yeah. get that. So it's the same. She she went from I'm saving people, I'm doing this for good, and in her head she's still doing it for mm-hmm. good. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna discount that, but her method has drastically changed where violence took lead. Maybe in her mind. She's she views this as war, and you know what they say about war. All is oh, fair yeah. love and war. Yeah, that I don't know who started that saying. <laughs> yeah. <It's> <laughs> a lot of villains are the heroes in their own story. Well, that's it. Right. That's just it. Well, they say you always live long enough to become the villain, right? So, yeah. never I, never I. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> Never. You never know. You ne- never say never. One day. No, I know myself. One day never. something to happen, and you know, you can well, have a Carly yeah. moment. Now, vengeance is different than villainy. Is it? Let's be real. Is it? Vengeance is different than villainy. Is it? And if I were to do something, it would again so, be a response to probably if someone harmed my kids, but it wouldn't be collateral. I would not take anybody down in collateral damage. I'm going straight for a particular target. But what if that target has family and friends? Are you not? If you harmed my children, I am coming for you. I I, I understand that, but that's still a little bit of villainy in you. No, it's vengeance. There's a difference, damn it. There is a difference. I'm going to simplify it. They both start with the letter V. Okay, still a difference. Okay. A bird and a bull are two different animals. They both start with a B. They both do two mm-hmm. different things. Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't count. They both can still hurt you. Whatever. And uh, birds are less likely to harm you wh- unless they are predators. But my point is, Carly, flip the switch, and I'm interested to see how yeah. that thing wraps up. Is the difference between bird shit and bullshit? And we got both of them on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that almost works. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that a saying? You know, you get bird shit in your hair. It's kind of annoying, but bullshit is all bullshit. All right. Where, where's the bird shit on this episode? I think you need to end on that. I don't know. Close out the episode. I think you need to put the difference between bird shit and bullshit. And we got both. We got a lot of both. I don't know. There's Maybe there's just mostly bullshit in this one. I don't know. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, no. That's every episode, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. So we got to get out of here because TBJ's got to go to work. And is there anything else? She's got work to do. Yeah. I got a job, baby. She works hard for the money. Oh, hard <laughs> for it, honey. <laughs> I will. Oh, wait. Before we close the episode, yeah, yeah. can we mention? Yes. Because this will play 
before nerd school will be live in effect yes on april 15th judging nerdy night in yes so if you have not gotten a spot please go to bloomenthal.org yep. bloomenthalarts.org yes and join us on april 15th for nerdy absolutely night in. it's the heroes debate nerdy night in heroes debate the judges will be Art star, the mighty art star, TBJ and Professor Seer Andy. They're going to be the judges for the Heroes Debate. We got poets, we got nerds, and we got, uh, uh, what's the other? Oh, comedians uh, debating yep. the merits of superheroes. Uh, so, yeah. It's going to yeah. be a fun night. Yeah, check it out. And it's free. It's online. It's streaming. Check it out. Bloomwithallarts.org. Heroes Debate. We'll put it in the... I'll put it. I'll put a link to it in this episode. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Anybody else got anything else to say? Uh, Baron Z. We can call him Baron Zemo now that we know he's a uh, yes. a Baron from he's Sokovia. Baron. I find it interesting that Sokovia apparently no longer exists uh, because he got yeah. gobbled up by his neighbors. But that big furry coat of his is a throwback to the fact that both of the Zemos wore weird furry collars and he had. Him, Helmet Zemo had weird furry shoulders to call back to his father's stuff. Mm. Zemo, the whole Zemo lineage is a, is a weird thing, uh, and it's he was supposed to, well, he was created as a Baron in Germany, uh, like Leipzig. He was born in Leipzig, Germany. But I like that somehow he's still rich as a Baron, even though Sokovia no longer exists. Oh, and also, and has a staff. Can we talk about the, that? He has a staff who's kind of been on hold while he's been away <laughs> for for many years at this point, right? Because he's like, oh, his pilot's like, or his butler, whoever the guy yeah. is, he's like, this doesn't work anymore. But like, the food is stale yeah. because you've been gone so long. Yeah. But he still has access to the plane. Yeah, which is interesting. Which suggests he's been able to pull some shit off from his prison cell, uh, oh. which would, if he's the power broker, then that's that's cool. Oh, we think he's a power broker? Could be. He could be. Do you guys like this actor as Baron Zemo? Yeah. He's yeah. Pretty good. yeah, I like the actor. He's, he's, pretty, he's pretty low-key, uh, but this is like the most he's got to be like flamboyant. Like the three of them walking around Madripoor like, <laughs> like they're on the yeah. place. And that, when, and when they're in Madripoor, when he's talking about Sokovia and its neighbor, like the neighboring country to Sokovia is Latveria, which is, as we know, Dr. Doom territory. No. Ooh. No, uh, that's, oh. you're thinking of Simcaria, which is another fictional country yeah, that but neighbors so- Latveria. Sokovia is. Hold on. Someone break out the map. The two nerdiest of nerds are debating. But then you know what? I know like is supposed to be tiny, and then some is right below it, and that's yeah. where the character Silver Sable is from. Oh, okay. And uh, so they have like this weird relationship where Silver Sable has to have like uh, uh, to appease Doom by hanging out with him a little bit. I think like they, there's that's a whole other storyline we don't need to go into. But uh, I want Doctor Doom. But let me say real quick that that bit with Baron Zemo with his mask being a badass was pretty sweet. Yeah, I'd like to see if they put any significance to that mask because there's I liked it, but there's really no reason for him to put it on just to go shoot somebody and then take it right off again. Maybe maybe that's what he needs to do to do bad things is put that on. But uh, right, that's like his version. You know, Beyonce always says she she puts on Sasha Fierce as her <laughs> okay. performance self. Maybe that's Zemo's that could performance be. self. Maybe he needs his mask. Well, if he's a baron, perform. he doesn't want to be seen. The royalty can't be seen killing everybody, right? But he takes it right off, so it's yeah. like yeah, that's true. That's true. He didn't really. Yeah, I'm a little. Con- I mean, well, they might have just needed that look for a little bit, but. Uh, what will be interesting to see is what happens because both Helmet and Heinrich Zemo in the comics have somehow accidentally had their mask glued to their face <laughs> for a long time because they had created this thing called Adhesive X. It was like Heinrich Zemo, his father's big thing, was this crazy-ass glue thing that could not be broken down or dissolved by any method, and he was going to trap people in it because he was evil. And then, he, of course, it fell on him, and he, his mask got glued to his face, and he could never take it off. So I don't know how he ate or did anything. So, 
So we'll see how they I don't know if they're going to flesh out. They've got to tell us. I feel like they're not going to not tell us. The yeah, they're going to invent some significance behind that mask, and I think it's going to be... Uh, yeah. It might just be a family tradition because Zemo's real big on the lineage and thinking uh, there's a whole storyline called Born Better where Zemo goes back in time and, and actually witnesses his lineage and realizes they weren't all that great shakes. So, I mean, there, there are storylines where Zemo is actually trying to be a good guy. Like he is, uh, like he was raised by a Nazi and was kind of indoctrinated into that. And when you first see him, he's always about trying to get revenge for his father's death, and going up against Captain America, going up against the Avengers. But eventually, he realizes uh, he's been sort of indoctrinated by that, and he needs to go a different way. But he's still kind of a megalomaniac. So, like, he's one of the guys who tries to take over the world in order to save it. He thinks like I'm the one who knows right. what's best. I am the answer. Yeah. yeah. I right. will save you. So he's, okay. It's interesting. That's, that's a lot of Baron Zemo, and I can't wait to hear a lot of what you guys said because I was freezing up through a lot of that. So uh, that'll be good. And we haven't even talked about the Thunderbolts. We'll talk about the Thunderbolts next time. Was there Thunder any Thunderbolts in this episode? That's a whole other thing. That's another Were there Thunderbolts in this episode? Not that I've seen. I don't see. I don't think we've seen any Show thunderbolts them. yet, and we might not even get them. But oh, okay. uh, they could. Everything okay. is kind of in place for that to be. Uh, that might be how he unveils the Masters of Evil. Is the thunderbolts were secret heroes, that, like supervillains pretending to be heroes, that took the place of the Avengers when the Avengers were gone. And I don't know if there are okay. currently any operating Avengers. I don't really know what the thing is. Black Widow's gone. Uh, Steve Rogers gone. Iron Man's gone. Uh, the Guardians and Thor have fucked off to space. Uh, Do you say <laughs> fucked off to space? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I don't really know. Are any are any of the other Wakand Wakandans are any of them Avengers or just Black Panther? Well, I mean, Okoye was working with Black Widow in Endgame when they were trying to sort of. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like a like a connection, I mean, it, like a council. So like a council. I mean, is there even an official yeah. like? Is there an official thing like you're an Avenger, or is it kind of loose? It's fairly like loose, although you know Iron Man's like fake knight Spider Man in Infinity War and well, says you're an Avenger now. Well, in, right. In the cartoons, wow. you actually get a card that basically works like um, Nick Fury's beeper contraption thing. Yeah, yeah. You get oh, an ID yeah? card that. Oh, so they can call you. They right. can call you and oh, I see. here's an Avengers alert. So it is kind of official. So so I I O is it A O I O? We'll go with A O. Is she an She's an she's an Avenger yeah. then probably right or not? Um, it's so Wakanda's different. So some of them again, like the guys mentioned, will work with other members of the Avengers. Yeah, uh, and I don't think they would readily unite or tie themselves as a no i don't even think t'challa was like the women of wakanda are warriors period and they all have their mission gotcha so i wouldn't say she is an avenger i would say she is a warrior who is bound by something now that zemo's out she's Mm -hmm. here yeah and get vengeance vengeance <laughs> um, for their prior king, but no, I, Wakandans are very proud individual yeah. people, because even in the comics, there's some issue in Wakanda when T'Challa works with the Avengers. There's some animosity. I don't want to say animosity. There's some there's yeah, friction. Yeah. There's friction there. So Wakandans aren't going to readily join the Avengers. In fact, even in the comics, uh, like T'Challa joined the Avengers uh, in back in the '60s, but in, in like the '90s, they revealed like the only reason he joined the Avengers was to spy on them and to determine whether or not they were a threat to Wakanda. Yeah. And that 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 okay. became kind of a big rift between the Avengers and T'Challa for a little while, just the, the lack of trust. Really. Yeah. So the short answer, Wakandas aren't readily joining the Avengers. They have been warriors for a very long time. They believe in their ancestors and their land. They don't need no damn Avengers. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this, I don't think Black Panther was even technically an Avenger in the movies. Uh, but like, they'll work with them for what they, for the yeah. greater good or yeah. For the better good. And they'll... But they're not, they wouldn't readily right. join a team. They gotcha. got their own team. It's called yeah. Wakanda. That's well, the team they play for. They're not trading. 
And I know, I think I've asked you guys this before, but with the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman, is there, do we know, is there going to be a, I, I feel like I ask you guys this every week. Have they leaked anything about what plans are? Is I, there going to be a new actor playing him, or is it just? No, they did leak that they are not going to replace him. Gotcha. They confirmed that he will not be replaced. Um, that's what's been confirmed. We know that the script was pretty done. Yeah. And Ryan had to go back and rewrite um, the script. So mm-hmm. it'll be rewritten. If it follows some stuff in the comics, his sister takes the lead. However, the actress herself has said she is uncomfortable leading mm-hmm. without him. So oh. no one has said what really is about to happen. Yeah. We don't know. Short okay. answer, Joe. We don't know, but we do know from them they will not replace him with another actor. Gotcha. And we know that if you follow the comics, there is a way to carry on the storyline yeah. without them. And that's that's so a, you are yeah. you are saying the window the door is open for TBJ and Art Star to to be the leads in the next Black Panther. Movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Call me. Call me Marvel. I'm trying to get up in there. Call me. I could be at the restaurant in the background just reacting to a battle scene. I don't yeah. care. Just put me in the Marvel Universe, please. <laughs> Let me cat Dennings the Marvel Universe. There you Let me go. Just show up and then be witty enough that they're like, you know what? Let's keep her around. You just, just made cat Dennings a verb. I love it. Cat <laughs> Dennings is now a verb. Yep. <laughs> that, that is a perfect spot. That is a perfect type of character for TBJ to yeah. be a cat Dennings type. All right. So that's well, that's all the time we got because TBJ's gotta get to work. Uh, and yep. art, art star has to. Uh, we don't know. Devise what play, plan. play some Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cover. We still don't know what art. Yeah, star he's definitely a, time, an evil villain because he's not. Play, you know, he's not gonna play. <laughs> plan, yeah. I'm planning to take over the world, Pinky. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> you. So. And I All just right, got to mow the lawn. I'll protect you guys, though. <laughs> Uh, Andy and I will go be normal and art will continue his history. Yes. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Send us cash. Rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) Nerds roll. Excelsior. Excelsior. My glasses are broken. My pocket is protected. Hey. About the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kinsmen by the prisons And people thinking this election to end it racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems The Nerd School Podcast Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network Powered by Ortho Carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, you improved. She's got a layer of barnacles around her soul about that.